Hallelujah, Lord. I can complain. Thank you, Lord. And I wouldn't trade walking with Jesus tonight and all the things that's ever happened to me in my lifetime. And I have had a few things happen to me in my lifetime. But I'll tell you, the greatest thing that ever happened to me was the Lord Jesus Christ baptizing me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost giving me a name that's above every name in heaven in the earth and beneath the earth and that's when I took his name on in water baptism hallelujah praise God praise God praise God that's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I tried life out to see what it was all about. And I'm glad that in my youth I found out that I needed more than what I was getting. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And tonight, let's raise our hands and worship God for a while. I need the liberty of the Lord tonight to preach. I wonder how many of you would bring down the Spirit of God that we might preach in the liberty of God tonight. Reach out, Lord, as He goes by. You find He's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment Your needs to supply Out and touch the Lord As He goes by Oh, oh faith, faith, faith Just a little bit of faith Oh, faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. Oh, you don't need a whole lot. Use what faith you've got. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. How praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. You know, it was on a night about like tonight, we was wishing we could get to going a little better when Brother, I can't think of his name, moved to Ark City, got the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Been wanting the Holy Ghost for over a year, and he got down there, prayed for a little while, and then began to weep and cry out to the Lord. Prayed some more, and the next thing we know, he was talking in other tongues. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe the Lord could pour out the Holy Ghost in here tonight. How many of you believe the Lord could pour out the Holy Ghost in here tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, and from the 4th verse, Verse of 2 Corinthians, the sixth chapter, but in all things approving ourselves as the ministers of God in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold, we live as chastened and not killed. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. There's a lot to be said out of some of those verses. Praise God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we ask tonight. I want to use just one little part of the ninth verse as unknown and yet well known. Praise God. As unknown and yet well known. <clears throat> the Bible is being tried today on many uh, ways of trying to prove that it is an infallible book. Some have tried it by mathematics. Some are trying it by scientific facts. And of course, where it's really tried, it's proven true. Praise God. But there are some things about the Bible that we must understand tonight as creatures of this earth. That this Bible tonight is a book of salvation. Praise God. There are many things this Bible does not say. And there are a lot of folks who want to make it say what it doesn't say. They want to make it speak where it doesn't speak. And yet where it speaks, they want to tone that down. Amen. But, for instance, some of the things the Bible never really does is dwell like you would read a book tonight. You would read about somebody that you are very uh, interested in their lifestyle. You would read where they were born at. You would read where they, there's probably more people studied President Reagan's life in the last few years than ever has. They know he come now from uh, Illinois. In fact, is they know so many things now, you wonder what they're saying if it's true. Amen. Praise God. Until he became president, very few ever were concerned about the man. Amen. In other words, men are trying to find out what make men great men. Praise God. And when we read in the Bible... It does not give us the facts that these writers give us here upon this face of the earth. Where Peter was born, how Peter was raised. There's a lot of fussing today about Peter's wife and his mother-in-law. Amen. There's folks today that uh, are uh, trying to say he was the first pope. But if he was, we do have enough in the scripture to back up the fact that he was married. He had a wife and a mother-in-law. We don't believe he was the first pope. Hallelujah. We believe he was a great apostle of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is nowhere in the Bible that tells us about the Apostle Paul, where he was born. All these things about how he was raised and who his mother was. And there is a great fuss on today about his wife. Whether he was ever married or never married. And of course, if you know much about the scriptures, them that went to the school of Gamaliel, one of the requirements was they had to be married. So the Apostle Paul lost a wife somewhere. It is thought in history he lost a son along with her. Amen. Praise God. So there's fussing about that. The Bible's not clear about all these things. And there is a reason why 
the Bible is not clear about the beginning of these men, about their wives, about their address, about uh, how much schooling they had and didn't have. Amen. Because the Lord knows that none of these things are necessary. None of these things are necessary to become great in the kingdom of God tonight. Praise God. When Jesus was on earth, he started giving us the things that he thought were important. In Mark the 16th chapter and the 15th verse, I'm not preaching anything new to a whole lot of folks in here tonight. And I tell you one thing I'm beginning to do is love the simplicity of the gospel. There is no ways tonight to dress the church up and make her something special. She's already special. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. In Mark the 16th chapter and the 15th verse, he said unto them, Jesus did, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. He said to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then he went on to tell you what the gospel is. He started in with baptism. And oh, this morning, how I mentioned just a little bit to you this morning, church, on the beauty of repentance. Hallelujah. On the beauty of repentance. Some of you who think you're so far from God are no farther from God than, than uh, you're as close to God as you want to be if you repent. The devil will tell you you're so far from God, God can't help you. But the devil never did want anybody to get any help. Hallelujah. The beauty of repentance. Oh, I don't have time to get into that tonight. But I'm going to tell you, repentance can keep you from having cancer. Hallelujah. Repentance can keep you from having a nervous breakdown. Praise God. Repentance tonight can put your marriage together. Hallelujah. Repentance tonight can turn your wicked children around and make them live for God. There's a great beauty in repentance tonight. Those that don't love to repent love more trouble than it's worth. Hallelujah. Jesus said, he that is baptized shall be saved. There is a place tonight after repentance of having all of your sins washed away, never remembered against you anymore. I'm glad it happened to me. Hallelujah. I remember when my burdens rolled away, I had carried them for years, night and day. Oh, hallelujah. And Jesus said to them, he said, these signs shall follow them, shall follow them, shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. He said, I'm going to build a group of people that don't run around nervous all the time shaking all the time hallelujah I see modern Pentecosts in disarray you know why they got away from the simplicity of the gospel 
Amen. Amen. We don't need the modern means tonight of propagating the gospel. We need to get back to the old-fashioned way. Hallelujah. You let cancer walk out of this church tonight made whole. It'll do more than all the television preaching you can do. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You let you let some old cussing hag walk out of this church tonight and start living right in her neighborhood. Praise God and speaking right to people and treating people right. Hallelujah. Hey, you can't propagate that on television. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I'm going to tell you the simplicity of the gospel is alive and well tonight. Praise God. Oh, I've not got off of where I'm starting at tonight. Hallelujah. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. That don't mean you'll quit cussing and start talking nice. That means you'll speak in a tongue you never did speak in before. I've heard some denominational preacher says that means that you'll quit cussing and start talking right. That's not what it means at all. It means that you will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. A tongue you never have talked in before. Somebody said, well, why should I speak in tongues that I never have talked in before? So that you know that resident in you is the power of God. There is no, there is no uh, confusion in your mind, no confusion in your heart, no trouble in your spirit, whether he came or he didn't come. Hallelujah. When you begin to speak with other tongues, you know he has come. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know he is here. You know this is not you doing this, but this is the Spirit of God that is speaking and expressing itself in the heart of man. Hallelujah. Praise God. You'll speak with a new tongue. Praise God. Hallelujah. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Praise God. We're not a snake handling church, and yet we are. Amen. Praise God. We don't have to have somebody bring baskets full of rattlesnakes in here. Most generally, we got snakes that come to every service. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, I know we'll forget one night we had a roll of people come and sit on a row back there, and they was going around our young people because they didn't have the the, the power and the, and the nerve to go to any of us adults and they was going around our young people while our young people was shouting under the spirit of God and laying their hands off on them and rebuking that devil out of them hallelujah I told them I said you know since you got so much power I said why don't you folks come up here and lay your hands on me and rebuke the devil out of me and I'll lay my hands on you and rebuke the devil out of you and we'll see who's got the power. Amen. And you know what they did? They got up and run out the front doors. You know why? Because they didn't have the power. They had a put on. Amen. Hallelujah. I said they had a put on. I wasn't afraid. I was ready to go to Moses' contest in Pharaoh's hall, wherever it's at, amen. Because I know the power that's inside of me and I know the Christ that's living in me tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel God leaping up inside of me. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We take up serpents. You say, how? Jesus said, oh, you vipers, who has warned you of the wrath to come? Hallelujah. Amen. They come to the house of God. We lay hands on the sick and God does heal. Amen. 
Now, this is not the kind of gospel man normally wants. Man wants some kind of a religion he's not much obligated to. Man wants a religion that he can understand. Somebody said, well, we understand our religion, Brother Elder. Sure, thank God we got a divine revelation that Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. But there's a lot of things we don't understand. It's amazing to me how God can take somebody on dope and I'm not talking about marijuana either. I'm talking about heroin and cocaine and some of that stuff. And in five minutes after they've repented, hallelujah, genuinely repented, he can trip them off of that stuff, hallelujah, and give them a brand new experience with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they didn't have to go through no downers or padded cell or none of that stuff, hallelujah. And you say, you, you say, well, we understand. No, we don't understand. There's a lot of things about God that is so powerful and great and beyond our comprehension. We don't understand, but I know one thing. I'm going to praise him for it. I'm going to magnify his name. I'm going to glorify his name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Man wants it down to his level. But you see, the problem is when it comes down to man's level, it's powerless. It's useless. How is it that the Apostle Paul wrote, We are unknown. And yet, well known. I tell you tonight, I don't know of any great general in this nation that knows me. Praise God. I don't know of any great scholars that know me. When you would put it down in the pages of history, few would know us. Hallelujah. Praise God. If I was to turn loose right now over in the book of Hebrews, where there's an innumerable company of angels uh, hallelujah that's with us and we are the begotten of the firstborn hallelujah praise God oh that the angels are encamped round about us tonight I would want you to know tonight uh, that we are known by the king of kings we are known by the host of heaven we are known by the the kingdom of God tonight we are known by more that shall live forever than we are known by them that shall not live very long the apostle Paul was probably better known than Peter was amen but in that world that he lived in, he was really not very well known. Even though he had written over half of this New Testament. But he said, we are well known. You go walking around in this city today, you won't hear that we took up $250,000 and gave it to the United Way. You won't hear 
this church has gave thousands of dollars to the soup kitchen. What's wrong with the soup kitchen? Honey, I'm going to tell you something. This world needs more than soup. Amen. Soup ain't going to take care of them old boys' troubles. Soup's not going to take care of them old girls' troubles. They're going to need a whole lot more than soup. Praise God. Now, this kind of preaching is not popular and it's not you're not going to become somebody great in society with this kind of preaching. But I'll tell you how great Jesus was. So great they crucified him. I'll tell you how great Peter was. So great they crucified him. I'll tell you how great Paul was. So great they cut his head off. Praise God. Praise God. When Jesus was born, he said, at the day of his dedication that he was anointed to heal the sick, to deliver the oppressed. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to know tonight it is oppressing. It is depressing to live in this country. And this country is the best country. Amen. Imagine what it would be like to live in other countries. Mothers no longer want anything to do with their children beating their heads around in bathtubs trying to kill them to get rid of them. Amen. Grandmothers don't want the responsibility. It's like the Bible said in the last days would be eating and drinking and making marriage. Hey kid, don't bother me. I ain't got time for you. Don't be bugging me. I gotta get ready for another date. You can sit in this house by yourself tonight. I don't have time to worry about you. Amen. But there's something about those bar trips that are not happy trips. I know I've been on that trip before. When you come in at night and lay down, you know what a bum you are because you don't take proper care of your kid. You know what a bum you are because you was in another man's arms on the dance floor and you said things to another man you wouldn't want your husband to find out. You know what a bum you are because you was telling another woman things you wouldn't want your wife to hear. Amen. Oh, I never heard the sermon that the brother preached at youth camp. Uh, that sin will take you too far. I would have liked to have heard that sermon. Uh, sin will take you too far. But there's one thing I know. Satan never gives up uh, without destroying your mind, uh, without destroying your body, uh, without destroying your morals. Uh, he'll take you farther than you want to go tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so I picked up the scriptures and the Lord said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. I'm more powerful than he is. I was there when he fell. Praise God. I've seen him fall. 
It went like lightning right out of the heavens. Hallelujah. He is no more Lucifer. He is Satan. Lucifer means son of the morning. Satan means the fallen angel. He said, Behold, I give unto you. Now he's talking to 70 people he's ordained. He's telling them, look, there's no use to worry about the devil. I've seen him fall out of heaven like lightning. But he said, now I give to you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. I'm giving you my name, which has power over everything. I'm giving you my spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us don't know that the spirit that was in Christ was God reconciling the world unto himself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. He said, it's not me that doeth the work, but my Father which is in me. Hallelujah. I'm just an instrument in his hand, and so shall you be just an instrument in his hand. Hallelujah. So they went into the streets and they started doing the work of God and performing the kingdom of God of laying hands on the sick in his name and every kind of disease you could think of was being cured. Yes, sir. Amen, brother. Somebody said, I don't believe that. That's your problem in getting saved. You got to be first a believer that he is. And then he's a rewarder of them that believe. Hallelujah. To be saved, you got to believe. Somebody said all you got to do to be saved is believed, yeah. And all them going around flopping that out of their mouth don't believe. Amen. They don't believe. Hallelujah, you can lay hands on a cancer and God will get rid of it. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I met a man in the grocery store the other day that told me the reason why my brother dropped dead is because he believed in divine healing. I said, and you're a liar too and you'll face him in the judgment. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. They weren't knowing and yet they were well knowing. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want you to know they know some of us well. Hallelujah. There's that preacher that preaches God heals. Hallelujah. There's that preacher that preaches you got to quit sinning. Amen. Amen. You know something? Some folks ever get in their little heart that when you quit sinning, you start living. You can be healed when you quit sinning. You can start living and getting up and looking in the mirror when you quit sinning. Hallelujah. He said, go into the streets. Pray for them. Hallelujah. Tread upon them serpents. I want you to know I don't care what psychiatry says tonight. Uh, this earth is full of demon powers. Uh, the Bible said in the last days they were going to be loose upon the earth. Amen. Uh, and they're going from one person to another person lying. I wouldn't want to be sitting out there tonight uh, in somebody's home uh, without the Holy Ghost uh, and the devil crawling up on a man's shoulder and talking to him about his wife. Uh, 
and he sits there and he don't want to believe it but pretty soon uh, he starts believing things uh, that are not even true uh, because a lying demon uh, is sitting on his shoulder lying about his wife uh, amen uh, I'm glad tonight for the power of the Holy Ghost uh, go out there and tread on them serpents go out there and tread on them spirits Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! The church needs to be out there treading on devils instead of the devils treading on the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. These old boys, they said, hey, we're going to give ourselves to fasting and prayer. We're going to give ourselves to fasting and prayer. You turn to Acts, the third chapter. Hallelujah. You find out that these boys like Peter and Paul, they prayed to God and they fasted and sought God and prayed to God and miracles were happening and miracles are still happening. We got one sitting in our church. But I like this one. Well, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I can feel it coming. I'm fixing to get myself in trouble. When I was a kid, God revealed to me that epilepsy is none other than a demon spirit. And I wasn't even spiritual. I watched saints in the church work with a woman that had that epilepsy spells and closer they got her to God the more of them fits she had somebody said why in God deliver so and so I'll tell you why because so and so is not interested in living for God they're interested in playing with God Brother Wayne Smith walked up here to this altar one night and he said, I've got epilepsy and I want delivered of it. You said it's a demon spirit and I want it off of me. We laid our hands on him and prayed in Jesus' name. And until this day, he's never had another spell. He don't take any kind of, any kind of medicine. It created faith in him so much he don't take any kind of medicine. I went with him to the Red Cross. He said, you've got epilepsy on your records. We can't take your blood and put in your baby. He said, God healed me of it and you take my blood and put it in my baby. And they did what he told them to do. He said, it's my baby. You do what I tell you to do. They put it in his baby, and his baby's a miracle too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And just what? Four or five weeks ago, I've got it now on record. He walked up to me. He said, you know, I could get a job driving a truck if they'd clear that off my record. He said, I went and seen the doctors and the doctors checked me out. They put this thing on his head and checked out his brain, checked out everything. 
everything that makes you have one of them spells, you know. Hallelujah. Said it in there no more. Wrote him out a clean bill. He can drive trucks, do whatever he wants to. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be to Jesus. Praise be to Jesus. Because our God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not a God that changes. Hallelujah. Oh, but he's still sitting on the throne. Hallelujah. Woo. I'm feeling good up here tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, what you need to do is shake some of that stuff off of you and draw up a little closer. Paul said, we're not known, but yet we're known well. There was somebody that knew him. In Acts, the third chapter, old Peter, James, and John, they went up to the temple and laid their hands on this old boy and prayed for him. God healed him. Somebody said, you're not supposed to run and shout and dance in church. Well, you better tell this old boy because it said he went leaping into the temple. Dancing and praising and shouting. And praising God. Hallelujah. So you ain't got nothing in the New Testament. I'm sorry. I just quoted it to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. But I want you to know just because this old boy got healed... It didn't make the religious people happy. You know, oh boy, am I ever going to get in trouble now? If God went to putting a whole bunch of marriages together and straighten a whole bunch of kids out, I wonder what a bunch of lawyers would do. You know, if God went to healing a whole lot of diseases in these bad economic times, you suppose it'd make the doctors happy? Some folks go to church where they don't want this to happen at. That's the reason why they preach that Jesus Christ is dead and this stuff don't happen no more. They don't want it to happen because if it happens, it'll sure cut in on their mansion down here because in reality, they don't have one up there. Now, we're getting in on this part that I'm preaching about. Hallelujah. You know, I'd like for you to get saved tonight. I'd like for you to get the baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight. I'd like for you to really get the goods tonight. But I was reading the Bible tonight, and Jesus, they looked at Jesus. They, they absolutely acted like the one to get saved. And he said things to them that just drove them away. Well, it said, I want to forsake all and follow you. He said, the birds have nests and the foxes have den. I don't have any place to sleep at. Praise God. He said, we're unknown, and yet we're well-known. Oh, there was well-known, the sixth verse, Ananias, the high priest. He, he was some preacher in some church. And Caiaphas, 
and John and Alexander, they got themselves all together and they got Peter in there and they said, now what'd you do this for? What'd you put your hands on this man and pray for him and heal him for? Because the Lord told me to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the Lord told me to. Because the Lord told me to. Because the Lord told me to. The Lord is sending us out tonight, praise God, to get the oppressed. Amen. Them that are downhearted, come on and bring them into the house of God and bring them up to the altars. Hallelujah. And get them down. And first of all, we need to get them to repent. Hallelujah. If we get them to repent, they're going to get their mind cleaned up. They're going to get their heart cleaned up. And then they get baptized in Jesus' name. They're going to get their conscience cleaned up. And they get baptized with the Holy Ghost. They're going to get their heart filled. They're going to get their soul filled with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have power over these things. Hallelujah. I did. It happened to me. You know, you know, some folks think that we're so strong. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you what, the other night I got a hold of the horns of the altar and I hung on. Hallelujah. You know why? Because I know what's making me strong. Hallelujah. I know where my power is at. I know where the deliverance is. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something tonight, friend. You can't get out of what you're in unless you get a hold of the horns of this altar tonight. You get the power of Jesus Christ flowing in your soul, bubbling up in your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. The thing that made Paul well known was not where he grew up at, was not some city he came from, was not whether he was married or unmarried. Amen. That is not why the Apostle Paul is well known. That is not why the Apostle Peter is well known. The reason why the Apostle Peter is well known is he stood against the religious sect of that day and said, this man, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you disregard, who is the chief cornerstone of the house that's fitly put together, you rejected it. You rejected it. I'm telling you to reject what I'm preaching tonight is to reject the life of peace, is to reject the life of joy, is to reject the life tonight of happiness, of, of having that peaceful where your mind is clear, your heart is clean. Hallelujah. Oh. Walk out those doors tonight. Search the riches of this world. You don't have to do that. Solomon already told you what it is. It's vanity and vexation of your spirit. It'll work you to death, and at the end of the road, there's nothing to pay for it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you where I'm going at tonight, there's more of that. Uh, Jesus already said, in my Father's house are many mansions. Uh, I, he said, if they wasn't there, I wouldn't tell you that. Hallelujah. But he said, I've gone and prepared a place for you that where I am. Uh, what kind of a place did he prepare? Uh, hallelujah. That I might be baptized, uh, have my sins washed away. Uh, oh, that I might be filled with a baptism of the Holy Ghost, his spirit in me. That's the place he prepared. His kingdom uh, on earth. Uh, here among men uh, peace and joy and righteousness in the Holy Ghost hallelujah outside of this kingdom Paul is well known for it Paul's well known look at the epistles he writes in the third heavens lands I haven't even got into the second ones and he's done been to the third ones. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 H
Somebody said, how'd you get there, Paul? He said, you know, I've been fasting, praying, talking to God for so long, I don't even know whether I was in the body or out of the body. Hallelujah. 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 I don't even know if I was alive or dead. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. But here comes an old wicked devil walking along behind him. Ah, thou art the servants of the Most High God. Thou art the servants of the Most High God. Thou art the servants of the Most High God. Oh, he knew that devil. He turned around and said, I rebuke you. Come out of her. Shut her up. Buddy, her mouth went locked. Like angels stuck a key in it and twisted it shut. said you came here to pervert the work no they didn't know where I was born at they didn't know what city I grew up in they don't know what my wife's name is but they know me who knows you Paul hell does hell knows me how do you know hell knows you Paul ah some of the sons of Sceva gonna just, you know, you know, some of these other denominational churches, they're just gonna do what we're gonna do. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they just rush right in there and rebuke them devils like we did. Come on. Come and them devils jumped on him, tore his clothes off, and run him out of the house naked. And them devils, while he was trucking out in front of everybody, just a streaking for all he's worth. That devil was up there on his shoulder, hollering in his ear, Paul I know, and Jesus I know, but who are you? He said, we're not known, but we're well known. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, the devils in hell know us. Uh, the angels in heaven know us. God on the throne knows us. I wonder tonight if you'd like to be known in heaven. Come, Sister Elder. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh. The apostle Peter, he must have got known. He must have somehow got known because as he walked by, they said if you could get that man to touch you, you'd get healed. If you could just get him to touch you, the disease would go. And they couldn't get him to touch them all, so they laid him out on the sidewalks. That is, he walking by, as his shadow fell upon them, they were healed. You don't even read of any works like that about Jesus Christ. You know why? Because he looked at Peter, he looked at Paul, and he looked down through the scope of time at some of us, and he said, greater works will you do than I've done. Hallelujah, hallelujah. They were unknown, but yet they're well known. Well known. It's time, young man, you come this way, not that way. The Lord wants to deliver you tonight. Hallelujah. Sooner or later, you got to make things right between you and God. You're never going to have the peace you want. You're never going to have the joy you want. You're never going to have the liberty you want. You run to them denominational churches. You'll find the preacher does the same thing you do. How are you going to get anything? He don't have any more power than you do. I walked into a hospital room. A woman was dying. She was dying. There stood her, preacher from the big downtown church. He come to bother me is all he done. 
he looked at me and he said, Oh, I believe that there'll be a rapture in the resurrection. He was trying to tell me that when all the dead is raised up, there'll be a resurrection. Boy, that takes a lot of faith, don't it? So I have this dumb preacher here that's so educated he believes everything in the Bible is twisted up and messed up. I've got a husband here standing here drunk knowing she's going to die. And so he ran and got him a bottle of whiskey and drank it so he won't be sober when she dies. And I'm standing here and I'll say, God, what am I doing here in this kind of a condition? And the Lord said, because I sent you here. Go in there and lay your hands on her and rebuke death off of her. I went in there and laid my hands on that woman. It wasn't nothing I did. I don't want you to think it was. I was sent just like Philip was in the desert on a mission. Laid my hands on that woman. I was, and them women and them nurses already had that thing on her mouth. She's gonna die, Reverend. I said, she is not. Shut up. Right now, she's coming alive. That's the boldest I've ever been in front of nurses, doctors, and everything. But I'll tell you, when the Holy Ghost comes on you, you can get mighty bold. Hallelujah. I laid my hands on her and began to pray, and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke you, you angel of death. Get out of this body now. I lie not in this pulpit just as much as I'll stand here and tell you tonight. Two dark angels come out of that woman's body and went through the ceiling. She sat up in bed and looked at him. She said, I'm all right. No, it's not me. It's not me. It's him. He come to deliver you tonight. He came to deliver you tonight. He came to get you out of your captivity tonight. He came to get you out of your oppression tonight. He came to put your life together. Now, this is not the ordinary kind of Christianity, huh? No, no. And Jesus Christ said it wasn't working then. He come on the scene. It was just like it is now. He said a wicked and an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. He said this is a sign you're going to get. You're going to be damned in the judgment and go to hell. You better seek me while I may be found. You better search after me. I have power to deliver you if you're willing to come into my kingdom. Only Jesus. It's up to you tonight. The Lord's been reaching with all he's got for you tonight. Hallelujah. The altar's open tonight. The altar's open right now. Let's stand and pray. The Lord wants to bring some of you folks down here to this altar tonight and deliver you. Why don't you let God do it? Why don't you let God take your life and change it tonight? Why don't you let God make you over again tonight? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank God one's coming, but there's three or four more. God's been talking to you and talking to you hard. When are you going to turn to the Lord while he may be found? Allah, tonight. Come unto the Lord while he may be found. Praise you, God. 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 Christ tonight. Sooner or later you gotta come to the Lord. You might as well make it sooner. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.
Master. 